right. <laughs> welcome. Yeah, something. More. Anyways, welcome back to the Project Gen X podcast. I am one of your hosts, Alan Smith, along with... I'm the other guy, Big Dave, as Alan tears <laughs> down the studio. Tears down the studio I just <laughs> rearranged. And we are joined again with... Barry! 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 And since Barry is now a featured player, um, we decided that we are going to do a Getting to Know You and yes, the name of this is going to be getting to know you, getting to know all about you. So it's getting to like you, getting to hope you like there me. There you go. There you go. Um, yeah, I'm a fan of musicals, so what? Yeah, it's funny. Okay, before we get into this, yes. because, of, because of that song and because of something that I've been watching here lately, oh are Lord. either of you watching uh, Pam and Tommy? Not yet. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. That song actually does play like into one of that one episode. I'm afraid. Oh, to I ask. know. I know. <laughs> Dude. Okay. Here's here's all I'm going to say about it at this point. All right, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to say two things about it. Mm-hmm. First off, I I do love it. Actually, right. I'll say three things. As mu- here's the second thing. I, first off, I love it. Secondly, as much as I know Dave and I have gone on about how much we loved Machine Gun Kelly playing Tommy Lee, Sebastian Stan goes above and beyond. He is Tommy Lee. Really? Wow. I mean, All right. he All is right. Tommy. Like, and, and even uh, Lily James, Uh-oh. except for a few, there's a few like facial features that she has. Well, that yeah, kind of she throws, had to wear like a, a, a prosthetic forehead. I yeah, that much, but yeah. she... <laughs> Her nose, Seriously. her nose is a little too long for Pamela Anderson, but that's like, you know what, that's the only reason that sometimes I'm not like, no, 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 seriously, that's Pamela Anderson. Like, right. that's, you know, and here's the other thing, mm-hmm. and this is my one gripe that I have with it. Okay. It has the same problem that Dave and I complained about Fear Street 1994. Okay. The very first musical drop in this thing, which it's set in 1995. Is Praise You by Fatboy Slim, which came yeah, out no. in 1998. No, yep. no, absolutely no. <laughs> no. That is the very first musical drop. I'm like, guys, can you not understand that not everything that came out in the 90s takes place at the That's exact same exactly. time? The, the music for Fear Street was great, but they pulled so much from outside of the time. This one's even no, 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 right. no, 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 no. It's ridiculous. There, there is into like the third, the third episode of this of this series. Mm-hmm. She's like they're on the set of Baywatch, like she's in the makeup and everything, and Love Fool comes on the radio, which the Cardigans, yeah, which is yes. not supposed to, which is like two years later, right? And they're all like they're doing the sing along with all the makeup artists, and I'm like, no, this song did not was not out in 1995. No, okay, this no. Is <laughs> strangely enough, that's the one song by the Cardigans that the Cardigans actually hate. I know it's, a, but it's one of the, but it's one of those things where right. it's like, yeah. wait. This no, God, yeah. do do it right. If you're gonna, do, I, I have no problem with setting stuff in the '90s, you know, right, or, or the '80s or whatever. But get your musical cues right. That that is that's the, the simplest. At that least is the dates, yeah. you know? Especially if you're going to be making it now for the group of people that grew up. I will with say this. Right. I will say this. This is most definitely a fictionalized version of this story. Oh well, yeah, yeah, almost had to be because there are certain things that. I know about that time period uh, that we would know about that time period. Right. This takes place dealing with Tommy Lee and the state of Motley Crue and his side projects and was it uh, um, methods of mayhem, methods of mayhem, yeah, and and several other things like that where it's like okay, 
this isn't right. Like th- this is you so. Know, so they kind of uh, um, Bohemian Rhapsody it. I guess I, I yeah. I've never seen Bohemian Rhapsody all the way through because yeah, but it's same thing. Yeah, where it's, that it's it's a great. It story. It takes place in the early seventies, but not then the it's, right timeline. Yeah, but but yeah. then there's you know the songs that they're doing are from like later in their career, right? And, stuff, and, and honestly, like, I've never had a problem if a a movie or show wants to use a song that was prior. Yes. You know, you, oh, absolutely. And they do the yeah. same thing here. Yeah. Where there's there's a couple of songs that that uh, that were from earlier in the '90s. Right. They, I'm like, yeah, I'm fine with that because yeah. that would that would have already been established. Right. But don't set it at a very specific time and place. Yeah, you're and not take time music jump. from years, pro, you know, yeah. forward. So, other than that, <laughs> Tommy Lee's penis. Plays a very substantial role in a couple of a couple of episodes. Well, that's a paragraph I could have done with. Rightfully that. so. I'm sorry. That man enters the room before he enters the room. Do you want to know who plays his penis? I'm afraid to ask. Jason Manzukas. Oh dear lord. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, they have a conversation at one point. <laughs> and it's <laughs> that's just. For those of you who don't know who that is, watch the TV show on Netflix, Big Mouth. Yeah, or uh, uh, How Did This Get Made? He's yeah, one of the hosts on yes, How Did This Get Made. How this uh, he's, he's, a, he's a voice actor on a ton of stuff. I mean, him and, and he's Paul, actually yeah. really funny. Oh, he's hilarious. He's really funny. But, uh, just, but, but wow. it, it, there literally is a scene where he's in the bathroom mm-hmm. talking to his penis, and the penis is talking back to him, like actually like moving its quote-unquote mouth oh, talking no. to him <laughs> i am not watching wow this. so so what you're saying i is, am not watching this don't watch this sober <laughs> no yes. if, if wow. you don't like seeing huge prosthetics that's for just, both male and female then, then don't watch this because I mean, they're, that, they're, they're all on this. they're all on display so I, I have it's a, a hulu show so they get away with a whole lot more i'd say i have a lot of questions <laughs> on that a lot of questions <laughs> it's funny though it's it's i i i'm enjoying it Right. So far, um, I think there's, uh, as we're recording this, there's still a couple episodes left. Okay. Um, and I haven't watched the the full six that are out so far, but I think I've, I think I've watched the first four. So I'm like, I'm really I'm enjoying it. Okay. So. Yeah, I, it's on my list. Uh, we just uh, we just finished watching Reacher, which oh, yeah. is oh really good. Better than the movies. Oh, hands down. Hands down. So much better the than movies, the movies. So I don't know. It's, it's uh, far more entertaining. And it's Jack Reacher, right? Yes, yes. it's the yeah, Jack Reacher yeah. story. And uh, strange, uh, little, little th- shout out to mm-hmm. to our home here, boys. The female lead in there, and I unfortunately can't remember her name, went to Harpeth Hall. Nice. It's not Reese Witherspoon. No, it's not no, Reese. It's not, um, <laughs> she's she's actually an actor. Yeah. Oh, ouch! <laughs> Two, three, four. Wow! But you're uh, talking about an Academy Award winner there, you know? <laughs> yeah, and uh, we just finished um, inventing Anna, which okay, I love. I, I was surprised. I was surprised. I, I, I really enjoyed that. I am. Is it Willa Fitzgerald plays Roscoe? Yes, I always Roscoe. thought it was kind of ironic a woman named Roscoe playing a sheriff. Yeah. Hey, why not? Hey, Roscoe P. Coltrane. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, um, inventing, inventing Anna is one of those that, like, I have heard that story mm-hmm. from a couple of different, like, um, HBO that had this, this docuseries called Generation Hustle. Yeah, and one of the one of the episodes is about Anna. Uh, what was her last name? I she called remember. herself. It wasn't her real name. Yeah, she had a real uh, name. Then she had the one she called Anna Duvernay. Duvernay. That yeah. was Anna Duvernay. And then uh, I also heard a podcast a couple a few years ago that was after all this had just broken, like just happened, where they were talking to 
the people involved with it, like the the one girl that worked for Vanity Fair that got mm-hmm. you know the reporter. Uh, yeah, and uh, and so it was one of those things where I'm like, okay, this is really interesting. The only thing that's kept me from going and watching it now is yes. the fact that I have heard the story so many times. It's that still it's, worth a watch, know, and I'll probably tell you, yeah. Th- there's one thing that really hooked us into it mm-hmm. is. Um, I can never pronounce her last name. Anna Klumsky. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. uh, from My Girl. Right, plays the the lead reporter who's tracking everything down. Oh, cool. And it's so surreal to see her now, knowing her as a child actress, and seeing her now where she's going through, and you know her character's pregnant, and she's right. going through all these things. And it's there are times that you look at her and you're like. Oh my God! It's the know, same person, know. you know. Well, did you did you watch *Halt and Catch Fire*? I did not. Okay, yeah. she shows up like in the last season of it. Yeah, yeah, and it was well, Killian was one of those things. She comes on screen, is like, wait, I know her. Yeah. I know her. <laughs> or do I know her? Oh, that's who that is. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, Keep her away from the bees. Yeah, no. Um, no. Well, it wasn't her. It was Macaulay. Oh, no, you can't let you can't let Macaulay go near the bees. Yeah, all right, that's fair. <laughs> all right, Barry. Yes. Now that we have. Uh, I don't think there's anything else that Dave. You got anything to no, recommend? I Good, I'm out. Okay. <laughs> um, I did go see Stu- Reacher. I did we, go see been... Studio Six Six Six. Oh, is that the new one? Uh, That's uh, the Dave Grohl one. That the, one looks just too silly the for words. Foo Fighters need to stick to music. I, you know, but I, I give them. It, it's a passion project. You know, it's going to be a passion project. It's, it looks. I want to go see it. It looks. I, I know so I'm going to regret it, but I want to. It go. has. It looks just goofy. And it I love it. has its moments, but it's really slow and re- like they they could have easily cut half an hour, forty five minutes out of. It. Rumor has it that Dave Grohl and the boys recorded an entire album of thrash music under an assumed band name for this movie. Well, yeah, but that shouldn't surprise you. That I mean, they did su- an yeah, entire album of nothing but Bee Gees covers, know, you know? So These guys are all Of course, you know, it is one of those things in the movie, they, they discover the key of L Sharp, so, I mean, it's a... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, he's already got the pick of Destiny, so yeah, why not? Yeah, so yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> I, I, I actually played one of the songs that's yeah, already been it's, released for album. It, it's all right. It's typical... <laughs> it is what it is. It sounds 90s like... 90s thrash. thrash well, you know? yeah. It's great. Yeah, turn that heater off. It's... I'm not I turned gonna, it. I turned it on so it would be warm by the time you know that we got in here. Yes, I was he like, did, I know we're going to turn it off eventually. So then he forgot to figure that there were th- <sighs> large bodies that are going to be in a contained space. Well, well two, two large them, bodies and one shrimp. Yeah, but <laughs> two large bodies that are getting smaller though. So I'm true. It's, uh, yeah, not fast enough. Well, it happens. <laughs> I hit a plateau. Don't I can't worry, break I'm, the plateau. I'm working on mo- meeting you guys in the middle. So. All it's, right. <laughs> Keep eating. Up. He's picking up our slack, is what it is. I tell you, um, um, the last thing before we get into, into Barry's story. Yes. Um, um, Little Caesars has got that Batman pizza. Oh my God, that's the most ridiculous looking thing I've ever it seen. Is the best tasting thing I've is ever seen. Is it really? In my life. Oh God. I saw the commercials for that. I was like, yep, that was definitely. Wait, not- we're recording at your house. <laughs> you didn't order us a Batman pizza? Well, oh actually, Xander gosh. and I had Batman pizza before you guys got here. Because oh. he, and what's the thing? The thing about it is that he has not discovered the calzone part of it. He just likes the pizza. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, fine. You have all the pizza you want. Daddy's eating the calzone. This is. <laughs> And that's part of the reason I'm getting fat. So oh, it's uh, you know, I want my Batman pizza. <laughs> As Dave shows his Batman t-shirt. <laughs> but yeah, it's really, I, I suggest, I mean, it's really, I mean, it's only like eight bucks, too. Yeah, so I mean, it's I not just, bad. I so. mean, you know that was designed by a guy. Oh, yeah. you know, No guy, oh, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. I, can, I, I would love to have been in the room when that idea was pitched. It's like, okay, so we've got a pizza. Now we're going to make it look like the Batman symbol. Instant drug test for that man. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, how are we going to do that? We're going to use calzones. And we're going to cut sections and fold it over. I'm like, no, no, just stop. No. You know, it's one nice. of those that, like, as I've always said about about Little Caesars, their regular pizza is garbage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Their deep dish deep pizza dish is, is delicious. This falls somewhere between the two, but it's close enough to the deep dish to carry all that flavor. Well, and then like, all right, I, I'm I'm down for this. So I, this is uh, I'm starting to see these Marcos pizzas popping I don't up. Know what that Nashville. is? So. so I learned something okay. about Little Caesars pizza that I did not know. There's actually that's a style of pizza. Right. That's what's called Detroit style pizza. Right. I had never heard of Detroit style pizza until. My fiance is from Detroit. Mm-hmm. She introduced me to what was called Detroit style pizza. And I was like, okay, I've had this my entire life. It's Little Caesars. She goes, yeah, Little Caesars was founded in Detroit. Where oh, do you think enough. it came from? Well, what's funny know. is they had their headquarters in Hendersonville, Tennessee for a little bit. Yeah. Oh, really? Well, I, you know, I, can, they I also, can actually go over and show you what building it was. Oh, okay. I don't know that they still do, but they used to own Little or, uh, uh, Papa John's. Who? Little Caesars. Did they really? Mm-hmm. I always thought that was a separate one. But years ago, my cousin worked for them. Yeah. Her checks, or she, she worked for Papa John's, and when she would get her paycheck, it said Little Caesars Corporation on the top of it. Huh. Now I don't know if they split somewhere, you know, right. down the line. I'm sure they probably did, uh, because. But yeah, at one point, it's kind of like you know, what was it like? Um, Captain D's and um, the Yum Corporation, yeah, you know, that owned that, like that owned, yeah. yeah, Captain D's and Wendy's. I oh, know it wasn't Captain and, D's; it was Long John Silver's. Okay, well, yeah. well, Captain and D's was Kentucky in, Fried Chicken. Oh, yes. Shoney's, yes, Shoney's used to own Captain D's and Pargo's. Yes, you know, which of course you can't find a Shoney's hardly anywhere anymore. There is there one are, Shoney's here in town. Yeah. And it's out by the airport. And yes, it has a bar. It in does it. have a bar. I know that's our. Well, strangely enough, do you know what famous uh, wrestler used to manage a Shoney's after in he, Georgia? Yeah, it was yes. uh, big, uh, big Papa Pump. Yep, Scott yeah, Steiner. Scott Steiner. Scott yep. Steiner. Once he left wrestling, became a manager of a Shoney's. Well, he owned a Shoney's. Yeah. No, now my question is, do you ever short the check at that? Oh Shoney's? hell no, <laughs> dude. Do you want do you want Scott Steiner to come over and you know to, to you have a complaint and Scott Steiner walks up? No, we're good. Let we're me good. speak to the manager. You're, you're just going to have second shoot. thought. You're, you're just going to have to shoot that man to Ouch. get out of the restaurant. I don't think mm-hmm. that would help. Mm-mm. I think that'd just make him mad at you. <laughs> you never know. You never know. All right, Barry. Yes, sir. Tell us about how you were born a poor black child in Mississippi. So it was, uh... <laughs> oh no, it's going to be one of wow. those episodes. I found my special purpose. Yeah, exactly. For those of you that didn't catch that reference, watch the movie The Jerk. Um, anyway, or pay uh, pay close to Canadian politics. No, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's going to be one of those episodes. <laughs> two, three, four. Uh, yes, I'm on. I'm on day two of of Facebook detox. So and... for for those of you that, that aren't familiar with the layout yeah. room of where we're at, Alan has gone through a bit of a redesign of the studio, yep. and it's it's yeah, kind of is. ironic because Dave and I are both sitting on office chairs, yes. pretty much. You know, worn out office. Yeah, chairs. but you know, comfortable. But you know, we're here, and Alan over here is sitting in this like regal armchair throne with the, yeah, the crushed red. red. I know. It's a. It's just like <laughs> kick back. I know. As if we needed more of a reason to cater to your ego, sir. I can cater to my own ego. Exactly. I'm waiting. I don't need anybody to stroke my ego. I take care of it by myself. I'm waiting on a peasant to come into the work as a footstool for you or something. By the way, if you want to see that picture, it's going to be on Discord in a minute. (laughs) It's so worth it. So worth it. All I'm saying is that the price on Ukrainian wives dropped quite a bit recently. <laughs> oh, boy. Wow. 
Yikes. Okay. What was it you're saying? Two, three, four. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Conway Twitty. There you go. Hello, darling. Yes. <laughs> oh, years ago, once that, that bit came out on um, Family mm-hmm. Guy, for years afterwards, my friends and I, if somebody would tell a joke that just fell flat, someone would look at another one and go, Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Conway Twitty. Yeah. <laughs> we used to... Uh, uh, the the aardvarks mm-hmm. one of the rules was if you told a story that didn't go anywhere and got no reaction you had to finish it with and then I stabbed him <laughs> I, I ended up stabbing a lot of people yeah, that was conversations <laughs> nice now the funny thing about that here, here's a little addendum on this that, mm-hmm. I, that I learned two years ago and I, I absolutely lost my mind laughing whenever I was told this Brody's daughter who is a teenager now mm-hmm um, he was telling, cause, uh, his wife was telling me that one night they were, they were doing something mm-hmm. and Brody was telling some story and Audrey just kind of looked at him completely blank and he, and, uh, and she goes, and then you stabbed him and he goes, <laughs> and he goes, and he goes, what, you, no, no, the story's not over. Oh, but he goes, he goes, what do you mean? She goes. You know, whenever you tell a story that's not any good, you're supposed to say, and then I stabbed him. She knew. And he goes. She knew. He goes, what are you talking about? He's like, all my stories are good. She goes, all your stories should should end, and then I stabbed him. Wow. (laughs) That is awesome. Oh, I am so using that against him. That is so awesome. I love it. It's like, I knew I loved Audrey. (laughs) As if we needed another reason. Oh, man. She's like, man, she is so his kid. Oh, my gosh. All right. Yes. Circling back around. Are we? Are we going to circle back? (laughs) We're going to circle back. Where's your your home? How many political puns are we going to get in this thing before? Uh, before you throw it off the air. You notice I'm doing throwing us off the air. I know. We're podcast 2.0, brother. Hey, man, I'm trying to keep him in line over here. Go with me on this, all right? All right, so tell us, where are you from? Believe it or not, uh, something you and I share in common, sir, is we are both native Middle Tennesseans. There you go. Uh, You're number 13 on our list. So it's... The few, the proud, the native. Uh, Born in Donaldson Hospital, if that tells you anything. Hospital's not there. Hey, you you and I were both born in hospitals that no longer exist exactly i was Which, at nashville memorial and it's, it's not just, there any longer i was about to say unfortunately that's not an uncommon thing yeah, I anymore know, i know so but well, uh, i've been here 30 years and i married a unicorn so does that count so mm. you're in by proxy yeah. okay you're in by proxy i'll take <laughs> i've kind of gotten to the point around nashville if you've been here longer than say a dozen years you're kind of native now i mean that i think uh, that it's it's the 12 to 15 12 year. to 15 if yeah you, if you made it that long it's like yeah we, we just kind of grandfather you in and like, you're yeah, still yeah. willing to claim as long as you're not willing to claim somewhere else right that's the big thing yeah so and that's that's one of the things you do you do see with people who move here like well i'm originally from no 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 then you're not from yeah done so, yeah done, so you done, will never sorry. be one of us nope because you keep saying i'm originally from forget so. it forget <laughs> it but yes um originally from middle tennessee okay. um uh Grew up, uh, went you know through a little town uh, just outside of Nashville called Laverne. Okay, um, went to school in uh, Memphis, Tennessee, in a school called Christian Brothers University. Okay, oh, in in college. Okay. Yes, where'd you go to high school? Uh, Laverne High School. You went to Laverne High yep. School. Okay. okay, but uh, Christian Brothers University. You have to love any university that's named after alcohol. Yes, uh, yeah, I was a big fan of it. So. <laughs> And I always call Memphis my second home just because is of that. Is that in Memphis proper? Or it is. It is in Memphis It proper. is literally right. If you're familiar with this, the city of Memphis, it is right off of the parkways. Okay. Uh, in the middle of Memphis, there is Overton Park. Mm-hmm. And on all four corners of it, you have North, South, East, and West Parkway. 
Well, Christian Brothers is on East Parkway. Okay. So I could literally walk from the college to Overton Park. In fact, a couple of times in a drunken stupor. I was going to say, but is that smart? <laughs> um, not always the best decisions, but you know, hey. Well, yeah. my, my question is, should you really be walking in Memphis? Oh, oh really? No, no. You're going to go Mark Cohn on me? Mm. Man, we walk with your feet 10 feet off the beel. I was there. <laughs> okay, so quick. 30 years ago. Quick story. That song was yeah. 30 years old now. I, uh, I, I actually was, uh, this would have been. I don't want to date myself, but around 94, 95 right. time. So that song had been out. And yeah. it, for some strange reason, that song got played on every single radio station in Memphis. Oh, whether it imagine was pop, why. Yeah. Rock, country. I think even rap stations played it. I mean, it was just all over the place. And you just couldn't get away from it. And of course, whenever you would tell someone that you you either live in right. Memphis or went to school there, they always throw that either that or Elvis. And I'm like, you do realize there are a lot of other people oh, that yeah. came out of there, right? Elvis yeah. is not actually from Memphis. No, it's from Tupelo. <laughs> yeah, it's uh... yeah. You, generally when I think of Memphis, I'm thinking more Beale Street, Sun yes. Studios. Sun, yeah. Oh, Sun Studios is still one of my favorite yeah. places to take people I, when I take yeah. when I go back. That and uh, you have to go see the ducks at the Peabody. Oh yeah, it's absolutely. A must, you know, absolutely. I saw them when I was real little, mm-hmm. real little. But, you know, that you was BB a... King and you know all those oh, I know. blues greats that came out of there. Like I said, Tina you, Turner, you know, well, I mean, technically she's from Nutbush, Nut but you Bush, know, yeah, I mean, that's, um, but, uh, just, if you I'm, believe the stories at Sun Studio, Ike and his band invented distorted guitar Yep, because yep. they, the, the they blew, blew, they blew their <laughs> right. speaker amp on the way there to record and they just stuffed it full of newspaper. Yep. And it had this weird distortionary effect to it and they decided to keep it. Uh, the song was called Rocket 88. Yep. Yep. So. Well, it's kind of like the, you know, with the, some people have, looked at the kinks, you know, with um, You Really Got Me. Mm-hmm. And that was the whole thing that, um, which one was a guitar player? Is it Dave Davies? Yes, Ray was the lead Ray singer. Ray was the lead singer. So Dave basically took his amp and sliced the cones. Like, yeah, to, that get, the buzz to get that buzz effect. That's how he got that buzz effect for You Really Got Me. It works. Yeah, and so it's, uh, but yeah, that's a, uh, Rock 88's a great song. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> a great song. Oh, so, gosh. I mean, if, if, if every Say what you will about Ike Turner. The dude <laughs> was a phenomenal musician. And if you ever do get the chance, if you're in Memphis, uh, if you have the choice between spending $150 to go to Graceland don't or do going to Sun Studios, go to Sun Studios, go to, Sun Studios, go to Stax Records, yep. go to any of those other, because yep. there's so much other music that came out of Memphis. Yep. Other I haven't than had Elvis. a chance to go to Stax yet. Oh, really so good. Man, you should so recognize good. this. Oh, Dave just showed me a picture of him. And Sun Studios sitting behind a drum set. Yep. Yeah, I've got a picture of me. With Elvis um, looking down on me approvingly. Uh, and if you ever go Are on you the- sure it's approvingly? Look, look at this picture and tell me that Elvis isn't happy that I'm sitting there behind the drum kit. He's just happy he's not doing exactly. it. Exactly. So, well, and the cool thing is I'm a, a junkie for tourist traps. Right. I absolutely oh, yeah. adore oh, yeah. bad tourist traps. The same way. And um, Sun Studios has so many little nuances to it that are just so unique to it. And the thing that I absolutely love is if you go and take the tour and you go into the actual studio, which by the way is about the size of most people's living room. Yes. Yep. It's very tiny. Mm-hmm. But one of the tiles that's in the floor has this big divot in it and a big hole in it and they've never replaced it. 
And the reason being, that's where the base, the upright bass player would stand. And that's oh, where the stick, peg would yep, go into. Peg, yep. And they would sit there for so long playing it that it actually broke the tile and pushed it in. So they were just like, you know what? At least we know where the best resonance exactly. is to get it. So we're exactly. just going to keep the bass player over there. Awesome. So, All right. So you went to college in Memphis. Yes. How'd you wind up back in Middle Tennessee? Well, so <laughs> as most of us do, um, college was... Um, an interesting experience. <laughs> Is that all we're going to say? Translation, <laughs> I ran out of money. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, you're talking to a kid who clearly had no concept of money. I actually put an entire yep. semester on a credit card. Oh. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. I'm 18% not, interest. I'm not proud of this yeah. fact, but it happened. Only 18. I would be happy for 18 yeah. on a credit card. Yeah. So, um, moved back to Middle Tennessee. Went to a Middle Tennessee State University yeah. for a few years there. And uh, just it, it, honestly, in home Middle of the Blue Raiders. Yes, sir. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> I know Dave went to. Uh, I Western, went to Western so Kentucky. He's a, oh, he's a, he's, a, I, and, he's a hilltopper. And part of that is because of MTSU. Oh, really? I actually put my request for information in the mailbox, mm-hmm. both envelopes, Western Kentucky and MTSU, mailbox at the same time. I had already finished a semester of college at Western Kentucky before MTSU called me and said, hey, we we got your application. We'd like to talk to you. (laughs) Yeah. And I went, you know what? I've already finished a semester of school at Western Kentucky. And, you know, I was born in the state of Kentucky originally, so I think I'm just going to (laughs) stay. Well, hey, it works. But then he came back to Tennessee again. That's that's kind of the reason why. And then I married a Nashville native. (laughs) There you go. And that's kind of what happened. I mean, you know, my my parents were both Middle Middle Tennessee natives. Both of them still lived in Middle Tennessee. So I just kind of, you know, this was home. So it always just kind of... was always home and always will be home. Right. And no matter where I go, it's it's always, you know, the, the joke is that anytime that I go on a trip anywhere, I'm always bringing a little piece of Tennessee with me, mm-hmm. whether it's a bottle of Jack Daniels or a Tennessee tipsy cake or something along those right. lines that I'm actually, you know, sharing with whomever I, I'm visiting with. Um, as, as has been brought up on the podcast before, I curl. Yes. And in curling, there's uh, competitions that are called bond spiels, mm-hmm. and they're all over United States, Canada, you know, pretty much everywhere. And um, the joke is that whenever we go into any of these more established places that uh, have been around for a long time and they find out that there are curlers from Middle Tennessee, we get asked some of the strangest questions. (laughs) I will never forget the first one that I I went to was in Cleveland, Ohio, in Shaker Heights. Okay. Uh, So we go into this place. And I think the the youngest person that we I met that day was in his forties, if that tells you anything. Oh yeah. And you know, we're introducing ourselves and walking around and it's a maybe about 150 people there. This elderly gentleman, probably I'd say late seventies, comes up to me, shakes my hand and said, So you're the boys from Tennessee? I was like, Yes, sir. And he leans in so only I can hear him and he actually asked me, Do you curl barefoot? Mm-hmm. Yep. And he gave me this honest look like I couldn't tell if he was messing with me or if he was being right, legit. Right. So the only thing I could think of was, you know, if you're going to ask me a stupid question, I'm going to give you an even stupid dumber question. answer yeah. back. So I looked at him and said, no, sir, we wear cowboy boots. <laughs> he thought that was the funniest thing he had ever heard in his entire life. It was awesome. That kills me mm-hmm. that in 2022... And I know this because of, you know, my former job, you know, working oh, yeah. you know, in ride shared and stuff. Right. How many people believe that they're going to come here 
and we're going to be still stuck in like the 1960s. Oh yeah, you know, oh, like yeah. cowboy boots and hats and, and, and the nudie suits. And the, and the, yeah, and like you know. they, and they're they're literally expecting something like that. And, and you know, they get outside the city, and people are going to have you know pieces of hay in their mouth and and no shoes and and overalls. So, and, so it's funny you bring and that I'm up. like. You Dude, use it to your seriously. advantage. It's what you do. Yeah, right? it's a you, you well, lean, yeah. You lean you into can. the stereotype and absolutely you mess and then, with them. Yeah. Well, it's it's funny that you say that because um, actually we're recording this the day after the stadium series yes. happened in downtown Nashville, yep. which is a big outdoor hockey game between the Nashville Predators and the Tampa Bay Lightning. Which let's just take that end. Yes. The Nashville Predators and the Tampa Bay Lightning played an outdoor. <laughs> In Nashville. An outdoor in Nashville. And it was cold. It was real cold. <laughs> well, for us, it was cold. <laughs> well, for the Tampa people, it was, too. Oh, well, yeah, I'm sure. But, so but, I'm, <laughs> I'm sitting there next to this very nice couple, a uh, younger couple that uh, were, you know, were chatting with them. They right. were from Tampa. And I said, uh, so how long are you guys in town for? And they said, oh, a couple of days. It's like, oh, what do you have plans? She goes, well, I'm going to go down and buy, you know, some cowboy boots and a, and a cowboy right, hat. And I'm right. like, why? Why? Do you, do you want us to know you're a tourist? I was like, you don't understand. <laughs> we put that stuff down there so that we can indicate who's the tourist immediately. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. And especially and that's what I if you get the glittery people. cowboy hat. I would always tell people that. Mm-hmm. Like, you want to know how you can tell who's who's a tourist and who's actually from the who's from the town? Yep. How? If they're wearing a cowboy hat and cowboy boots and a big cow and a big buckle. Or, or the the big giveaway is if they're wearing well, cowboy boots and shorts. And short, yeah. So I was like, That's those are all tourists. Now those I, are all tourists. I will have to say, as somebody who used to sell actual Western wear, right. I didn't sell it downtown. I sold it on the outskirts to actual people who use this stuff. Right. You can tell by well, you know, as much as a as a upper middle class. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> town a suburb of nashville can can use that no, stuff no i'm talking about i'm talking about farmers and I that know, type of I know, thing right. I know. but you can tell who the real who the real deal folks are from the tourists by what they buy right. how they're wearing it right. what they're wearing and what type of belt buckle they're wearing yes. absolutely yes. absolutely so. and it's it's just always it cracks me up when you know and this is not to to shit on anybody as far as what they're doing or or what they want to wear hey more power to you, but just know that if you're going to come into a town like Nashville, mm-hmm. and this is the highlight of your trip is to buy cowboy boots right. and a cowboy hat, right? And, and I was telling them, I was like, it's kind of like me coming down to Tampa Bay and buying a surfboard. Yeah, you know, even though I don't surf, exactly, and, 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 and walking I, around with it, like and walking I, like around I with a surfboard. There. You know, I'm like, do you really yeah, expect exactly, that? exactly? If that doesn't scream tourist at you, I don't know right, what does. Right, right, you know, right. yeah, exactly. So. Now, yeah, we, 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 or we, buying we a big really. kilo of cocaine and doing it right out in the ocean. <laughs> no, that's Miami. That's Miami. <laughs> oh, my bad. I apologize. Other, the, the other, other side, coast. Other, other the other coast, coast. Florida. So. <laughs> 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 okay, so uh, where were we? You were back in Nash, or you were? Yes. So uh, MTSU. 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 Um, kind of established myself in Middle Tennessee, and, and quite honestly, it's home, and it's been home ever so since. So you graduate from MTSU? Not exactly. Uh, <laughs> All right. Here's my next question. Do you have a bachelor's degree? No. Okay. No. So Dave's the only one here with a bachelor's degree. <laughs> so I, I have my college education. Okay. No, hey, look, As I've, Dave, got, I've got an associate. Like, Dave, Dave is giving me the stink eye right now. No, so. I'm not. <laughs> like I've like got, that bachelor's degree has done me any good in the oh, last. I have, I have 
one and seven eighths <laughs> associates degrees. <laughs> the fact that you went to seven eighths, dude, I am so close to having a second one. It's not even funny, and, and not that far from having a third and possibly a fourth one on top Jeez. of it all. So, would you finish something? Already? <laughs> wow, I did one, and, and exactly you still got the same half thing. a pizza in the other room. What are you let's, talking about? Let's put it this way: like you said, that that little piece of paper that my parents spent a ton of money on for me to to get has successfully landed me one job ever and it was one of the worst jobs i've ever had yeah. and i was like uh so this is what it's going to get me huh so right. anyway well and uh, what's and really terrible is i think i'm going to have to go back and yeah. either get a bunch of computer certificates or get get a master's degree in something else to be able to make some more money see and that's the that's that's kind of the funny you mentioned that because yeah. i i got started off um my, my current field and has been my field is is it i've been in it for almost 25 years now off and on and uh, what got me into that, honestly, was selling computers. Oh, I yeah, you worked to, for Dell. That's right. Well, prior to that, I worked for a company that um, I don't know if it's still in existence. I know it's not in existence in Middle Tennessee anymore. It was a company called H.H. Gregg. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, oh, yeah. Uh, it was uh, appliances and I think they're fully online now. Yeah. It they, was kind of like. It was kind of like Circuit City, but not as skeezy. Yeah, uh, actually, if you remember, and again, this is this is going to date us. Let's but, be honest. Circuit yeah. City was like just oh, you yeah. walk in there, it's like oh, so how many ways are you going to screw me here? Especially you know? towards the end. Yes. Um, oh yeah, but uh, if you remember, there was a, a company that was here for a short time called Silo. Yes, and yeah, I do they, remember Silo. They bought out Silo and yes. put their their businesses That's in right. there. That's and right. uh, you know, here I was, nineteen twenty years old starting off in my first quote-unquote big boy career, right? having to wear a suit every day to work, oh, which was just... Terrible. No 19-year-old should ever have to wear a suit no. every day. I'm just, for the record, it should not have to happen. You I don't think get, anyone should have to wear a suit every day. Well, right? you know, I mean, you, you get up into corporate America and higher up stuff, That's that's it is what it is. But, you know, as far as asking a 19-year-old to do that, it's uncomfortable. They don't fit us right. We never look good no, in it. No. And, and odds are you can only afford one of them, so you're wearing the same thing over let's and over. Let's be honest about suits. You yeah. have to have a certain body type True. to look True. good in a suit, and none of us here do. No. And I'm talking about even when I was thin, No. I am not nearly tall enough to wear a suit Speak to make for it yourself. look good. I look so. good in a suit. You say so. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a, no, no. I think every time that anyone has ever seen me in a suit, especially like... Yeah, you look extremely uncomfortable. People are like, wow you look good it's like no i look different there's yep. a difference Actually, <laughs> somebody put it to me like this and it and it, it, it kind of rang true if you ever look at yourself in a suit in a mirror once mm -hmm. you've taken the time to put on the, the suit the tie all the jewelry right. and all this other stuff what two words do you immediately say not bad you don't say good no, it's you not say, bad. Not bad. Well, <laughs> which basically mainly means every suit I've ever bought has been black. I wear it with a black shirt, and I wear it with a black tie, which is very minimum. When did you become tie. an undertaker? Oh, when no. you say, <laughs> no, no, no. When you Hit say, man. when you Hit say, man. there you go. When when you look at when you look at yourself like that, and you say, not bad. Basically, what you're saying is, it's not just good. It's good enough. There you go. <laughs> I've met the quota. I've hit the expectation. Exactly. I haven't. I haven't exactly. what, what, what's that they used to put on your 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 uh, your your report card at the end of the year? Satisfactory. Met expectations. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's like you know, if you go to a job performance review, yes, you yes, get five yes. levels. That's level. That's three. a three. That's yeah. a three. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be right in the middle. Meets expectations. It's a C. It's what it is. It's a yeah. C. It ain't going to get you a bonus, but it ain't going to get you fired. You know. But again, it all goes back to yeah. what I always tell kids. You know what they call the person who finishes last in medical school? Doctor. Doctor. <laughs> so. 
So many comments. Absolutely. So you were 19 and working in a suit. Yes, 19 working in a suit, which just sounds that should weird be the name to start of your, off like that. That should be the name of your autobiography. 19 and working in a suit. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, uh, stayed with the, uh, you know, once I, I figured out how to, to get these things to work instead of just trying to sell them, I started working for a, another giant box store that I won't say their name, but let's just say if you've ever seen blue and with a yellow tag okay. on it, you know okay. exactly yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. So buy, buy more, <laughs> buy more, buy more, buy yeah. more, yeah. buy more, yeah. but, um, Chuck, yep. Yeah, exactly. Buy I've been more. thinking about going back and rewatching that. It's a great series. You know, I he's know. still trying to make. More, I, I know, more episodes. I, know. I hope he does. We'll see. I love that show. And I did not work for the uh, the what it was uh, the the guys in the white shirts and the black ties. Yes, I was actually predated them and were just the black polo shirts. That was just the, oh, the tech okay. bench. Okay. Uh, and yeah. I, oh my gosh, if you ever decide that you want to go into the IT field, that's the best place in the world to start because you will see stuff that oh, you I have can only never imagined seeing. Can only imagine. I, I the, the one that I will never forget is I had someone bring in a computer case that was, for, for those of you that aren't tech savvy on this, an AT case is an older style case. It's usually one of the bigger ones. You probably mm-hmm. remember those from like the late 80s, early 90s that weighed a ton that were like, oh, yeah. you know, three feet tall and just clunky and heavy and everything like that. So someone brings this in and says it doesn't power on. And I noticed that the side panel had been taken off of it. And I was like, well, okay, no big deal. We'll take a look at it. So I get it up on the bench and I open it up and I noticed there was a lot of feathers inside of it for some oh. reason. I was like, what in the world? And I, So how, how, how long have they been using it for an incubator? Oh, no, it gets better. It gets better. Don't 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 jump ahead on me, Dave. <laughs> so I'm sitting there looking and then I find I find where the problem is. I called the customer back up and I was like, uh, excuse me, just out of curiosity, did you guys have any pets? He goes, yeah, we, we had a dog and a cat. I was like, did you have any other pets? He goes, why do you ask? He goes, just, just answer the question. He goes, well, we had a pet parakeet for a while. Why? I was like, I found him. Oh. <laughs> Apparently, they had left the side panel off to... And AT cases were notorious for overheating. Right. So a lot of people would do that. They'd take the, the side off of it so that you get better airflow. This parakeet had flown into the computer, and roasted, <laughs> and hit the power supply. Oh, Ooh. it was still in it. Oh, but because the power supply has a fan inside of it, it was just and literally shook the feathers off of this thing. Wow, I was just and apparently they just put the side panel on and brought it in. Wow, when did a computer become a hazmat case? That's what I want to know. Wow, that's. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So you know how to build PCs? Yeah. Uh-oh. I think I found Dave's my guru. Got, Dave's got work for you. You should have said that. Dave's going to put you to work now. Did you listen to the last episode? Uh, yes, I you did. You should have known this was coming. Which, by the way, I'd like to thank my two friends for here for throwing me under the bus directly at the beginning Dave, of the episode. Dave, it was Dave. Don't even. <laughs> it was me. I take full credit. And it wasn't just a bus. That was also a train oh. and possibly you know, a, a, a non-voy for, for, for for our listeners who weren't involved in this, I uh, <laughs> I reached 
out to Dave and Alan afterwards and saying, hey, listen, guys, I'm really sorry. It was a you know scheduling conflict or whatever. You know, I'm sorry I wasn't there. And Dave responds back to me, oh, don't worry about it. We just threw you under the bus. I'm like, <laughs> what did you do? What did you I'm do, to listen Dave? to the episode. <laughs> so I'm listening to the episode on Discord, and I send him a message like, I just listened to the first five minutes of the episode. We need to have a discussion, boys. <laughs> you knew what you were getting into oh my when you gosh. decided to be like, the fun. You, you haven't known Dave as long as you've known me. You should know better. Oh, I, I fully expected. I was just like, I didn't expect to get hit from all sides. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah welcome to the club uh, uh, thanks <laughs> apparently i've now been hazed and initiated <laughs> so there you go well yeah. it started yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got to remember that that in greek initiation it lasts for a whole year so oh, it's, lovely. you're not you're not actually a member of of uh <laughs> of, the, of the fraternity for a full year so it's oh my god <laughs> you're still a pledge at this point so. <laughs> and yes dave and i were both in fraternities <laughs> so it was <laughs> Uh, and I was actually in one that got suspended for... Why does this not surprise me in the slightest? Oh, oh my gosh. I'm, I'm actually a, an honorary member of another one that uh, I don't... Nope, it's not official, and none of the people who did it to me, I think, remember, but... Oh, are you a member of I Felt a Thigh? No. I ate a pie. No. Okay. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> anyway. Well, I'm not going to turn down a pie. Uh, who would? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Pledge. I'm a fan. Uh, so, uh... Oh, Jesus. No. <laughs> uh, so this is what shoe leather tastes like, okay? <laughs> so, yeah. So, okay. So you, you worked at a couple of big box stores. Yep. Um, uh, what happened after the 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 I'm, I'm done with big box stores? So uh, I, w- I went and worked for a Fortune 50 company for a while. And, Is that the uh, one that Dell? Yes, okay, I yeah, worked for Dell yeah. for for 12 years. Oh, wow, was, I didn't realize you were there that long. Yeah, I, and I, I know you know my friend Kim yes, from that because, yes. yeah. Matter I, matter of fact, I, I bumped into another friend of mine at a, a birthday party I went to the other day uh, that I hadn't seen in 10 years that we worked together for a long time, but. Mm-hmm. Just to kind of explain a little bit about how Dell impacted Middle Tennessee. Oh, my God. The the joke is that if you're in the IT field and you work in Middle Tennessee... You know Corey worked there, right? Yes. Okay. I didn't know if you knew that story. Yes. Or he worked yep. for... Uh, I won't say their names. He worked for the, the security company. Yeah. But yeah. So. <laughs> but you, the the joke is that there's like two, two or three companies that everyone in Middle Tennessee in the IT field has worked for at some point in time. One is Dell. Yes. And the other one's called Deloitte & Touche. Okay. Don't forget about HCA. And HCA. HCA, HCA was the, the third, but it, it just yes. recently started to build back up. But um, I was there for 12 years. I've done everything from IT to computer sales to customer service. The only thing I didn't do was janitorial. Yeah. So uh, I've s- done that. You got to set your goals, you know? I've, well, I've, I've done that. Having <laughs> you got to pay the bills sometimes. Hey, I, I ain't mad at you. Having interviewed there one time yep. before they shut down that facility and it down <laughs> no, it's oh, okay you're talking about the the one out of murfreesboro road you, no yeah. it's still there is it still there i it's thought they still, tore it down no okay. so they they've sublet it okay is that what happened? yeah because that's where the old uh tennessee the sanitarium uh, is it the sanitarium yeah, it was, it was the old insane asylum yeah the sanitarium and no, that's the, still uh, over on um mm-hmm. um in donaldson no, 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 no. You're thinking of a different one. Okay. Um, the, the the I know it was it was like the ten, that was like the for the, 
the criminally insane. Yes, because you know, the yeah. the prison is yes. actually still the building is still there. Funny story about that. Yeah. For years, mm-hmm. for years, I had a phone booth that was used inside that that you could only make collect calls off of. You know, <laughs> okay, because eh, it's been long enough. I can tell this now. When Corey worked out there. Like he came home from where he was. That's when he was living with me. Mm-hmm. He came home from work one day. He's like, "Hey, I got something for the house." And I'm like, "Okay." And he goes and opens up his truck, and it's it's sitting there. I'm it's like, a phone booth, it's full full phone booth, like tall, like you know, it was like foot four and a half, five foot Jeez. tall or whatever. Still had the phone and everything, like all the electronics were in it. You know, uh, now you can only make collect, collect calls. calls supposedly. Yeah. Now we were gonna, I was gonna try to get it wired up to actually use it as a, a regular phone in the house, you know, just as a that would have been cool. But uh, it, but it was one of those things that it's, it was in my house for years and years next to some other stuff that we acquired. Um, but <laughs> the thing is, is that they had torn down that facility, yeah. and they had built the Dell facility, yeah. and so all of that rubble was still out there before they would hauled it off. And one night before he's getting ready to leave, he's like, that would look good in the house. <laughs> now, here's the question. While it was sitting in your house, unhooked up to anything, yes. did it ring occasionally? No, no. Just thankfully. checking. It's about the only thing that and came believe out of that me, haunted. And believe me, at that time, with all the parties and crap that was going on here and all and, and all the yeah. the substances that was coming through this place, mm-hmm. I'm surprised it didn't ring a few times. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, I mean, we've discussed it in the past. This place, this is, place haunted. is haunted on top of it all. Oh, yeah. So it's oh, a, yeah. And, uh, you know, with, with it being a sanitarium, they also had the right. the, the graveyard that was there. Yes. And they had yes. to, to yep. go through and move all of that. Yep. And, or did yeah. they just poltergeist it? Uh, <laughs> you just moved the headstone. Yeah. You didn't move the bodies. I would not be surprised if that happened, honestly. Oh, but I have no I, idea. I, yeah, I know, but it's a... So, yeah, so you were there for 12 years. Yeah, wow. 12 years. When I did you leave there? Uh, it would have been right around 2010. Okay. All right, so we knew each other when you were still Ish, you know, around that time frame. Okay. Because um, it was, you know, I was still married to my, my first wife on that one. And um, Okay. Yeah, it ended about the same time that that ended. So, okay. but um, we, uh, you know, bounced around for a few other places and... Have been working for a, uh, you know, as of recent, a uh, a company called Pinnacle, which is a, a local. Well, it's not local. They've actually branched out into the bank? multiple states. Yes. Oh, I, I yeah. I bank with them. So, so. Oh, okay. Well, so do I. <laughs> <laughs> and, and quite honestly, I you know not to 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 sing. I've, I've liked them. I've yeah, liked them quite a bit. Actually, yeah, wonderful company to work uh, for. Two out of three uh, podcasters likes Pinnacle. Then. There you go. <laughs> Dave hasn't Dave. Dave hasn't switched to them yet. So. <laughs> Dave has had a bad experience with them. Uh, yeah. We'll talk off yeah, air. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, believe me, I, I have gone through multiple banks in thirty the last thirty years, mm-hmm. and they have been they have given me the least the least trouble of all of them. Well, so that's uh, the thing that amazed me when I was going through the hiring process with them, and it was a longer process than any other company I've ever worked with. Yeah. I mean, it took me almost three and a half months. From start to finish oh, to, wow. to get in with that company. That wow. sucks, but it also means they vet people. Exactly. Really yeah. and, that's a- but by the time it was done, and we, we didn't discuss salary or anything like that to the very, very end of it. Right. And um, when everything kind of shook out, she, the, the, the hiring manager kind of looked at me and said, well, so here's what we're willing to offer you, and here's what you're going to be starting with. And I was like, in the back of my mind, I'm going, you're basically offering me so many thousand dollars more to do the exact same job that I'm doing right now mm-hmm. with banker's hours mm-hmm. 
and with full benefits from day one. Holidays and all that. How I quickly can I sign this paper? <laughs> yeah, that's one of those things desperate. where you don't want to look desperate. Like, I don't want to sign it before they change their mind. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I it's like, how quickly can I sign this? Is, is there something I'm missing here? Is, you know, slave like, labor involved? Of course, you know? me, I'm like, I wonder if I can push them for more. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. I play poker with you. Exactly. I know. <laughs> uh, well, cool. That's uh, I, I didn't know you worked for Pinnacle. Yeah, that's I've, awesome. I've so I know who to talk to if I have problems. Absolutely. <laughs> I can give you numbers. Congratulations! You, you just became tech. tech <laughs> you did. For you, us. Just, you just became tech support for all the rest of the podcast. <laughs> so you tried. You tried to put that off on me. And guess what, Bubba? It's back to you. I, I'm, I'm back to General Schlub and Whipping Boy again. Well, it's a role you're comfortable it's with, Dave. You know, Not really. Uh, I don't like it at all, but I don't have much of a choice with you. Two. Yeah, well, you know. But, uh, but yeah. and You uh, are the only one of us that's still married, so it's... I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I said still. All right. <laughs> There's no divorce in my, in my future. It might be murder, but no, murder, no, no divorce. Murder. She, she will cut me in my sleep and yeah. let me bleed out yeah. silently. Yeah. Well, you know, apparently she's watched Psycho. She's got no problem with putting you up in the attic for a while and just, you know, going and visit and saying, Dave, Dave's just not available right now. <laughs> Never if, marry a 5'2 redhead if, if you don't if, know what you're getting into. If Miss Nay ever starts, if I ever start asking, so where's Dave? And she, all she ever replies with is, Dave's not here. I know something's wrong. He's, he's unavailable. <laughs> yeah. he's, no, Dave's not here. Dave's not here. <laughs> See, and I'm going Cheech and Chong on yeah, this. I know. <laughs> but uh, you were talking about the podcast on this, and actually this is not my first venue into podcasting. No, I know. You had before we even started this one, yes, you had a podcast. Um, remind me again. It's called sorry. Too Many Questions. That's right. I know. I knew it was a trivia podcast. Yes. So, and I listened to it a little bit in the front and realized that I didn't know what I was listening to. So <laughs> <it was> like, <laughs> I didn't quite get the format. Is basically because I was because there wasn't one. I know. It's like uh, so. It's like this one. Uh, uh, so basically, what it was is it, it kind of seemed like one week they would give you the questions and the next week they would give you the answers or vice versa or something. I don't know. Not exactly. <laughs> we, we bounced around with a lot of styles and and I was you know very fortunate to to be able to pull that off with uh, with my friend Jason yeah. and my friend Amanda, and uh, we had a really good time doing it. It was the most non sequitur all over the place. You have no idea what we're going to talk about one day to the next kind of thing. So was something you can Amanda relate to. Yeah. Um, um, Pocket Ninjas. Possible? I don't know. She used to be on the radio. While at, uh, uh, one of Bristow's friends. I'm suddenly Was it her lost. or was it, no, was it a different one? Uh, Maybe a different one. Okay, never yeah. mind. Okay, sorry. Dear listeners, it's okay. I'm lost in the <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. So they, 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 we're they going to get into the Bristow and all like, here in a little yes. bit. But it's... Uh, um, but uh, but yeah, uh, we we ran that one for about two and a half years, and uh, because of people moving away and you know situation thing, what it is yeah, exactly, it just kind of died on the vine. But if we ever decide to revisit it, boys, I still have all the files. There we go. So, <laughs> oh boy, yeah, hey, I am all about some trivia. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so. Last podcast, I was asking Alan how you two had met. Okay. And he said to hold this story until today. So because I'm, asking, I'm not a thousand percent sure. I, I'm so only like about 900 percent sure. Okay. Asking and, the uh, question with both of you in the room, how did you two meet? And so, I'll say this because when Barry and I met, I was drunk quite a bit. So yeah, this it is was, true. I'm not sure. There, There is about a three-year period in my life Where that... 
swirly. That 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 basically, if it happened on the front end or the back end, I can't tell you. I just know it happened in there somewhere. Yep. Um, and uh, where did we meet? <laughs> I can tell you. Exactly. Okay, well, you remember. Okay, okay so this fine. is why he wanted me to okay. wait for you. Yeah. <laughs> he had no it idea. It wasn't that he didn't want to tell the story. It's that he couldn't remember. I, yeah, I, I honestly, I don't remember exactly because oh, okay. it was kind of one of those things where, like, I can remember a, a time before mm. Barry, but and of course time after Barry, but it's A B and Peace it, B. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but it's one of those things where like where those two meet, I'm right. not hundred percent sure. I can I, tell like, you it's like exactly okay. where it all right, was. go ahead. So Alan and I have have several mutual friends. Yes. And we did not know that we had mutual friends at the time. Well, we have a there's a a couple that are are very very wonderful people. Yes. Uh, Ward and, Ward and Sherry. Sherry. Yep. Uh, his name is Christopher Ward, Sherry Ward, um, and they <laughs> he had, is Ward tough. Yeah, he is Ward tough. <laughs> Let me tell you, you cannot kill that man. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're convinced he's, he's made. He know, is indestructible. He's oh, a Highlander. Boy. Yeah, he's a Highlander. The only way to kill okay. him is take his head off. It really, so. truly. But um, God, I hope that never happens. Yeah, no, okay. the, <laughs> this was this was not. I'm not. Previous. I'm not 100 sure that if you took his head off, that would actually. Kill him. It would just make him mad. I was about to say, he just shoots you that look. I know (laughs) that. Really, we're going to do this now. Look, really. (laughs) So uh, they had a. a, We we kind of formed a a group of people because we all loved to cook. Okay. And at the time, I was single-ish. Other people that I knew were single-ish, and we all loved to cook, and nobody wanted to cook for one person, so we formed this kind of a dinner party. Yes. You know, and it was kind of a cycling thing. Well, we would do it over at Warden Sherry's house just because that was kind of centrally located. You know, everybody knew where it was going. So we decided to do this one night, and we all got together, and, you know, friends were bringing friends and all this other kind of things, and I was like, all right, this is wonderful. So I'm sitting there. In the kitchen. I'm so scared of where this is going. <laughs> and in walks this little troll of a man. <laughs> just, com- just just for clarification, yes. this little troll of a man would be Alan? Yes. Okay, just checking. Yes. I just wanted to make sure that comes, Alan was the little troll of a all man. Right, comes all right. walking yeah. in, and yeah, I'm sure our listeners have known someone to, the minute that you laid eyes on them, you're like... This guy's going to be interesting, but you know he's going to try to start something with somebody. Yeah. <laughs> That's our boy, folks. That's our boy. If you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, you know who that person is. That's our boy. So Alan comes up, and we're sitting in the kitchen, and we're all just kind of chatting. And I mean, there's maybe 15, 20 people, you know, in this this little condo in Middle Tennessee. And we start talking. And then there's another mutual friend of ours uh, named Rob, mm-hmm. also known as Rover. Yep. Yep. Shout out to Rover. Rob and I share one thing if we share nothing else in common, and that is that we are both music addicts. Mm-hmm. If it's anything music-related, we will sit there and talk about it ad nauseum. We proved this fact that night. <laughs> Sat there and talked for hours, and of course, poor Alan, God love him, I could tell that you were trying to get into the conversation with it as well, but there were points where we looked over, you know, I looked over at him, and it just has this glazed-over... I don't know what in the world you two are talking about. You guys like. definitely, like, I know a lot about music. Yeah. Okay? Dave knows a lot about music. I don't have anything. This you thing. and Rob go into the minutia of stuff <laughs> that, like, I'm like, wow. The liner notes I know, of liner notes. I know a lot of shit, but it's getting deep in here now. I mean, of just, and, and you know, I, I, God love both of you for it, you know, because it is always, I always learn something when we start talking. <laughs> Uh, 
but that was after Bristow passed. Yes. Yeah. So we, and that we, was the whole. I couldn't remember if I'd met you pre Bristow or no. Not. No, I'm sorry. This was before Bristow. Was passed. it before Bristow? Yes, because he was there. Okay. He was there because at the time he was dating. Um, I can't remember her name. Uh, oh, but, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, we won't. We yeah, won't, we yeah. won't mention the name, but uh, uh, he was there, and uh, because after that, I had um, I want to say it was Rob's birthday party at uh, Springwater. <laughs> I was at that. He performed at that. Yeah, I know. As Augie Stardust, yes, I did. And for years, I didn't know the man's first name because <laughs> I only knew it as Augie. Augie. Well, a lot of people didn't know my first name. Exactly. For long he was time. everybody's favorite singing, cross-dressing transvestite. Yeah, yeah, you know, pretty much. Yeah, you know, and very uh, Bowie-esque. Yeah, yeah, we did. We did Ziggy Stardust that night. So you know, that was a. Uh, 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 but yeah, that was Rob's 40th birthday party, which mm-hmm. is funny because Rob just turned 50. Yeah. <laughs> Great, we'll yeah. get him. We'll get him a deck of cards. Yeah, I know it's a. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, and of course that was after Bristow had passed. Yes. You know, it's a. Um, so you hear this name being thrown around a lot, Bristow. So yeah, just, just to kind of back this up a little bit, there was a, a gentleman that was in. Uh, you knew him as well, yes. I may have met him once or twice, but okay. I don't have a lot of familiarity. Dave so, at the time, Dave was. At, he was at Western okay. at the time, uh, and then when right I, when I fled the city, yeah, and and, and then and then when he <laughs> like came, rats from a sinking ship. I mean, huh? legitimately, Dave Dave was at Western, and then when he came back, he legitimately had graduated from college and got married, right? Uh, like almost right on top of six each other. months, yeah, not even six months, and from each other. so Dave was in that world, got it, and I was still flailing in my world and getting and, and and as he's getting married i'm getting divorced the first time yeah and mine wasn't far yeah and he just, was supposed to have been in my wedding yeah and, and decided happened. to go do a tv show that never got off the ground it instead. got off the ground it just didn't go far it got off the ground speaking of which didn't. my wife was asking me you know because we had to go to a funeral yesterday she yeah. asked me a question i go by the way alan and Corey are not allowed in the building <laughs> nice. she's like i was gonna have them be paul bears i go they are not allowed in the building nice that you need to hire a security team and keep them out dave so dave and Corey both know mm -hmm. that if either of them pass before i do there may be people who was not going to speak to them in the afterlife (laughs) (laughs) oh well okay so this is a good segue for okay (laughs) so we we had a a mutual friend named chris bristow yes who to say that you knew Bristow put you in a a group of individuals roughly the size of a Mid- small Middle Tennessee, city. yeah, a small maybe, city, yeah. yeah. It's a uh, yeah. The, the man, God love him. He had yeah. touched so many people's lives throughout multiple states, yeah. multiple different, yeah. you know, genres. And like I, I've told know. this story, you know, one night after Bristow and I, like when we really started hanging out, this is probably. 06, mm-hmm. 05, 06, 07, somewhere around in there. I don't remember exactly, you know. Again, it was kind of in that pre-everything really being fuzzy, but some of that stuff right. still kind of fuzzy, of him and I sitting at Red Door East one night at the bar. Mm-hmm. And I remember this is back in the MySpace days. And, okay. like, you know, and I used to love going into people's uh, pages and look at their friends list mm-hmm. and just to see how, who we knew. And the then, mutual like, friends. And then trying to figure out, like, how does this person... Right. And there was one person in particular that I saw. I was like, how do you know this this girl and he was like oh well and I said, okay that means you probably know he's like yeah and i was like and do you also know he's like yeah 
and that started it. Mm-hmm. And we sat there for two hours going back and forth. So do you know? Yes. And I kept going, how have we never met? Yeah. How have we never met? Well, that was... Like, they just... <laughs> it, it's, it, I mean, Bristow was the conduit. Yeah. He was the one that allowed everybody to connect with every uh, you know, everyone else who never would have gotten in touch with one another otherwise. And it was really kind of strange when he passed away. Uh, Bristow, just to give you a little bit of background on him, yeah. he, he knew he had... Health yes. issues. Yes. He, he, this was not uh, a He'd surprise to him. He'd been sick for him. two years at that point. Yes. Yeah. And he, um, he knew he had health issues, but instead of reveling in that, he decided to go the other direction. He's like, look, every day that I have yeah. is a gift, so I'm going to treat it as a gift. And I'm going to do whatever I can to enjoy the life that I have left. And one of the things that, and I don't know how much he did this he did this if he even, even if he did do this on mm-hmm. purpose you know when he got his diagnosis mm-hmm. in 07 i remember him saying that the doctor told him he would have a shortened lifespan right um he didn't elaborate any more than that whatsoever and so i think most of us were kind of operating on the so Bristow's only going to live to like his late 40s, 50s or 50s, something yeah, yeah something like that so we're still going to have him for like a couple more decades, yeah, not late, 20s. not two years. Yeah, you know that was like what what just happened, and it I was mean, very just sudden. Talking it, like, yeah. yeah, I got a phone call. Yeah, Saturday night. I'll never forget it as long as I live. Maeve and I were out. We were downtown. It was after one of the um, the roller derby matches, mm-hmm. and we were at um, at their after party, and we were leaving there and going to um, um, oh, gold um, gold rush gold rush. I want to say gold dust. I knew that one. We were going to the old gold rush. We were going to meet. I know we were going to meet like you know other people over there, and we had just gotten in the car and Rob called me. Yeah, and he was like, "Hey man, Bristow died tonight." Yeah, and I mean, and it was I. I was I was done the rest of the night. I mean, it yeah, was just it's a uh, it, it it rocked a lot of people. Yeah, and the and again we could tell Bristow stories all oh, day God, long. Tell but so many Bristow stories. The, the thing that I if ever there was a testament to the man. And, you know, contrary to whatever people think about, you know, from a religious standpoint, from right. a, the way things should be done standpoint, whatever, um, he actually had basically two funerals. Yeah. He had one funeral that was for his family and yes. friends, and everyone showed up in shoot, you know, shirt and tie. Right. And, was very, you know... Traditional. Traditional. Yes, very traditional. It was for the family more than anything. Yeah. And then... And then he had the other stuff that the, we did. We, we, we referred to it as the gathering. <laughs> yes. And so. there were multiple, you know, because it was one of those things... Well... You know, we had the one at, at the beer cellar. Yes. Before before the funeral. Yep. And then I know the day of the funeral, we all went to uh, Mulligan's. Yeah. And then night. the one that had everyone showed up in costumes. Yes. Yes. And Bristow was in contact with people who did things like Santa Rampage. So people were dressed as Santa Claus. Right. He knew people, people that, that were involved were, in the Renaissance stuff. Yeah. Renaissance I mean, festivals. All and over stuff. the place. Uh, my Clowns. Favorite. I mean, just. Cobra. Yes. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. There was a group of individuals in. He was a member of Cobra. Tennessee that yeah. that cosplayed co- members of Cobra from G.I. Joe. Yep. So they came dressed as that. I mean, it was just, it was he crazy. Was, he was in a whole bunch. Of, and that was the whole thing. Like, the first time that I went to Dragon Con, I, mm-hmm. I roomed with, with him and a bunch of other oh, people. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I talked about getting thrown into the fire. Oh, wow. And, so, and matter of fact, that was the weekend that he collapsed. Yeah. At the, and that's when they, you know, he went to the doctor when he got back. And, you right. Know, and, uh, uh, but yeah, it was one of those things where it was like, I, I met 
all of his people that weekend yep. across the board, you know, the Cobra wolf pack, like all of the, you know, all yep. of them. And, um, and that was really cool because the thing is, is that like a few years later after he's mm-hmm. gone and you know, it's still th- hard to talk about. I know it is, you know, and it's one of those things because, you know, that year, cause dragon con was after yep. his funeral, they had a tribute, the to tribute and yep. I was, I was there for that one, you know, and that was, that one was might have been harder than any of the rest of them, right? Because because it was people from everywhere. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and but uh, to to kind of circle back on it, you know, so we meet through through this group of people. You know, we knew Bristow. Bristow passed, and of course, you and I stayed in contact yeah. kind of off and on for this. We were, we were Facebook friends, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's just kind of one of those things of oh yeah, I know that guy. Right. But, yeah. Well, it's like we every time Barry and I, I, I remember every you know when we would. All of us would get together. You and I eventually would wind up kind of paired off at some point yep. talking, at least for yep. a little while, if not for the whole night, you know. So it was kind of one of those things where it's like, oh, no, I got a new friend, you know. Yeah, and exactly. Kind of like most of my friends, like Dave and I and Corey and I, it's like there, there <laughs> yeah. might be several years that pass, but as soon as we're back in, it's like, oh, hey, hey, what's going on, dude? It's like you know? never it's just, passed. Yeah, you know. It's like never and, happened. And then, uh, you know, we start actually. I remember when you were first started talking about putting together a podcast, yeah, yeah. and and you and I sat out in front of, uh, uh, was it Brody's house and talked for yes, you know, yes. hours. On yeah, end. after a poker game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were we were like neither one of us anywhere near our homes. No, 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 no. <laughs> after well, it was probably one o'clock in the morning in a neighborhood that that there are probably people going like, what are these idiots doing standing out in the middle of the street? So, <laughs> someone looking out their window had dialed nine yeah, one, one exactly, and waiting, waiting for something exactly. to happen. You know. <laughs> So, you know, I remember him talking about this. And then yeah. fast forward, there was a game over at your house yeah. where um, I had, I think you guys had already started recording. Well, yeah, and, because I had blown my knee out and was yes, high yeah, on yeah, 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 yeah. prescription yes. pain medications. And he just showed, it, you know, I'm sitting there at my house all of a sudden I hear, <laughs> well, it, it literally <laughs> was Hi, a we're recording podcast. It, it was today. a, so <laughs> you're going to be home for a few days. <laughs> It's like yeah, I got some t- I got some time to kill. Uh. So fast yeah. forward over at at Alan's house, you know we we have kind of a, a travel and, poker game, and you guys know this, and for anybody mm-hmm. listening, I love a captive audience. <laughs> <laughs> captive is what I was because once I opened the door, there was no getting him out. Of Dwayne the house. found that out the hard way. Oh, geez. the first time that we went to uh, uh, Southern Fried Gaming Expo, yeah. Uh, and it was one of those, he was like, yeah, I'll go with you. Little did he know mm. that he was going to be trapped in a car from with me for eight hours around trip. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> and he got full-blown, I didn't sleep last night. I am so high on caffeine right now, it's not even funny. <laughs> and then on the way wow. back, I am on, I am loaded up on even more caffeine because I'm trying to stay awake so we make it back home alive. <laughs> and... <laughs> So yeah. so we're over to game. I'm over, you know, invited over to a game here at, at Allen's, and uh, and I'd heard a couple of episodes of the podcast, and I'd even thrown a few ideas yeah. at him. I was like, "Hey, mm-hmm. you guys, gonna do this or do this?" And and all of a sudden, this mammoth of a man comes walking in, <laughs> sits down at the on the couch beside me, and he's like, "You're Barry, right?" I'm like, "Yeah." He goes, "I'm Dave." I was like, "All right, cool." Immediately, I go out to my car and I pick up one of the little Zoom recorders. I was like, I just got this and I think you would probably find this cool. And we sat there and talked about recording equipment <laughs> for a solid half hour because both of us had busted out of the poker game. So we didn't give just no, nothing didn't about care. what was going Nerds. on. No. <laughs> but we sat there 
I'm almost usually the first one. <laughs> I'm a terrible poker player. But we're sitting there just chatting for this for the longest time, and my my uh, my uh, wife at the time was looking at me. He's like, "We need to go. We need to go." I'm like, Let's, "I'm yeah. enjoying this. What are you yeah. talking about? We need to go. All right, fine." So, needless to say, Dave stayed. The wife didn't. So. Yeah. <laughs> You know where the priorities are. And that should be... I a, am the champion. That should be a chapter in your book. <laughs> Dave stayed, the wife the didn't. didn't. <laughs> Alan is going to ghostwrite this. I can see it now. I can do that. I might, I might take a few uh, creative liberties. But <laughs> if this was a movie, it'd be set up like My Blue Heaven. Oh, my God. Arugula. I had a in six weeks. It's a vegetable. <laughs> Which, by the way, you know that's supposed to be the sequel to uh, uh, yes, yes, the Goodfellas. Uh, Goodfellas, yeah. I was like, it's the same wow. as uh, uh, Henry wow. Hill. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's how exactly. I meet uh, this other loser over here. <laughs> and we sit there and start on talking. I, at this loser? <laughs> it's said with love. It's said with love. It always is until it's not. Exactly. <laughs> so we started talking about this, and, and they had invited me on. I think it was for the Christmas episode, wasn't it? Um, yes. That's the first one? Yeah. Yeah, in uh, 2020. Because we were talking about non-conventional yeah. Christmas movies. Right, right, yes. right, right. And I forced these yahoos to do their homework, and <laughs> <laughs> Dave looks at me after we were done and goes, can you come back and yeah. do this again? <laughs> it's like that was very helpful with Alan. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like I was his, his au pair or something. His well, <laughs> you know, I think it's, it's, it's one of those things. I'm kind of like Godzilla. You just kind of point me at something and... <laughs> And say go, <laughs> Hulk. Yes, Smash. pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Like, oh my gosh! Mm. But yeah, uh, and that's that's kind of how I uh, I ended up in this chair in this hot room looking nice. at you two. Yeah, so. I know it was a little warm. It's starting to cool off finally, and our coffee pot just went off. So. Oh no, that we're gonna have to fix that. Yeah, thanks for joining us, folks. We're out of here. Hit that bottom button. Yeah, that one. Bottom one. The one that's on the bottom. Oh, the lights went green. Yeah. That's a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, we don't operate without a coffee pot no, going. That's no, just it's absolutely it's, not. There are certain requirements. That that's in our writer. Yes. If we do anything outside, there has to be a coffee pot in the room. Yeah, it, it better be good coffee. Or I think that I will that we should preach. we should since it's our writer, we should say that we each have a coffee pot. Oh Lord. <laughs> that's no, no. Yep. <laughs> yep. Except for Alan who gets bottled water. Yeah, I was about to say he gets decaf just to make it even worse. Yeah. <laughs> do you want me angry? You mean that's <laughs> we won't tell you. You wouldn't like me if I'm angry. <laughs> we don't like you when you're not. I can see it now. Alan's over here. I'm a pot and a half in, and I'm still exhausted. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> when I was when, all right, when I was a kid, because you know, being from the South, you know, you, you always have tea in oh, the yeah. refrigerator, sweet, oh, yeah. sweet tea in the mm-hmm. refrigerator, uh, which is basically just brown sugar water is all it really is. Uh, but my mom switched to decaf and didn't tell anybody. Evil. And I started having these horrible headaches. Evil. Just and then one day. I like. I noticed she was brewing some more tea, and I, I I looked at the box, and it said decaf. Right, I was like, "When did you do this? Like, <laughs> Why? I don't did know. You a couple months this? ago." I'm like. Mm, explains so much. <laughs> like, this is why my head is killing me. Thank you. Very oh, I want to kill everybody right now. It's a <laughs> had nothing to do with his ADD, folks. No. Had everything to do with the caffeine. Oh man, undiagnosed ADD. <laughs> it's a wonderful thing. Oh man, but but yeah. People say, "Do you suffer from mental illness?" I say, "No, I enjoy it." <laughs> we don't even hide it. We put it right on uh, the front porch and have tea with it. Absolutely, that's the southern way. Set it, it, let it, set it to wave at the neighbors. You know. 
Yeah, you know, I remember because uh, um, again in that that middle part where we didn't hang out for a couple of years, you know, I got remarried during that time, mm-hmm. and Rob had gone to work for uh, Love Hope Strength, yep. and there was that. Um, that 90s tour that was coming through, it was Sugar Ray and oh, Everclear. Yeah, it was a Summerland tour. Yes, yeah, and yes, Gin yes, yes, Blossoms yes, yes. and Marcy's Playground, and uh, he needed volunteers, and so we wound up working yep. that together. And uh, and that, I had not seen you in probably a year at that point, mm-hmm. somewhere in there. Um, and then that was kind of the whole, like, oh, yeah, Barry's such a great guy. We should hang out more often. <laughs> 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 had him snowed from there. Had him completely fooled so, from there. <laughs> but, you know, I will say, you know, when... Like, like I said, you know, I, I have I have been blessed in my life. I'm not going to get mushy tears too much, but I have been blessed in my life to have so many great friends, you mm. know, especially, you know, like, you, know, you and Dave and Corey. And, but I remember it wasn't right after my ex-wife left, but mm-hmm. it was shortly thereafter when I kind of made it public knowledge to people. Um, I remember you calling me one Saturday. It was like the first Saturday that I was like trying to find something to do because there was, you know, you know, my son was with her and I was just right. like, ah. And I remember you saying, hey, I'm going to uh, corner, you know, we're going to corner oh, bar, yeah. we're going to blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, but before, and, and Barry's like, before we do anything else, I have one question. I'm like, wait, well, like, are you drinking? And they're like, no, I'm, I'm fine. He's like, I just wanted to make sure, yep. you know, because I had been sober for, six or seven years at that point, you know, and it was kind of one of those, like, you know, it was like you, Rob, mm-hmm. made a special trip into town. Like, he was kind of in the area, but he was like, all right, I'm close enough to Nashville, I can come through. That was one of the first questions he asked me. Yep. You know, it was kind of one of those things where people who knew me before were kind of like, all right, this is one of those things that can push somebody over. Yeah, you know, very well and, could. And it was kind of one yep. of those. That was kind of my first real big, like, oh, I'm – you're never cured, you know, but I have obviously put the right fail safes yes. in place to make sure that this doesn't happen, yeah. uh, you know, again, type thing. Because, again, I have people all of a sudden being like, hey, and I've said that from the beginning, from the very beginning, you know, when people are like, well, you know, how are you doing? I'm like, well, let's put it this way. I have enough people that would tackle me. If I ever, if I did pick up a, a beer or anything I'm, I'm at this point, afraid. so I, know. I will go low. <laughs> I, I will know. take out a I knee. I, mean, I will just, hit you with the double doozle. I yeah, don't mind. You I know. know. <laughs> and so it was like, and what right. he really doesn't want if I get a hold of him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, it's just, and uh, so yeah, you know, like I said, it's, uh, I, I have, I have been blessed. And that's as far as mushy as I'm going with. Well, it, so I appreciate you know, that. It's <laughs> you know, just it's it's one of those things that you know I think anyone that's had any kind of struggles in their right. life knows and can identify. You know, when someone else is right having a struggle, right. and you know, to let just that that phone call or that, oh, that acknowledgement it means to say, the world, yeah, you know, yeah. hey, look, I'm checking in with you, making sure you're okay, right. and you know, just let you know I'm I'm here, you right, know, right, right, and and you know, and I, unfortunately, well, there's a lot of people that don't have that. You well, know, that's yeah. You that, gotta have a support. Thoughts you, and prayers. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Know, it's. I, I always tell people, and, and, and I'm gonna. I understand you know, the the, un, quote, no, unquote, the thoughts and prayers things, but you know, a few. And I don't. I, Dave, I'm sure probably doesn't remember this at all, but and you might. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Probably about a decade ago, there was a huge, and I mean huge, tornado that went through Oklahoma. Yes. And I mean, just destroyed multiple cities and that kind of stuff. And I remember Ricky Gervais mm-hmm. getting on, and you know, 
I have a love hate with Ricky Gervais. Yeah. Like sometimes he's said, I'm like, dude, you're right. On other times, I'm like, dude, just shut up. <laughs> you know, just. <laughs> but I remember him like getting on Twitter mm-hmm. and like commenting on the whole thoughts and prayers things. He goes, Hey, I got an idea. Why don't you actually do something for Oklahoma? Yeah, I, I, you know. And I was like, yeah. He's got a point. He's got a point. I, it's I, real easy to say thoughts and prayers. Yeah. And you know, I'm thinking about you. Well, you're not doing anything to help. You I've know? Often, and, and, yeah. I've often said I'd rather somebody do the wrong thing for the right reason than to do nothing. To do at nothing all. for yeah, exactly. Because, I agree with you. You know, so it was yeah. I can't tell you how many times I've had friends or family members or whatever that have been in tough situations, you know, losses. Um, right. struggles with addiction, you know, uh, financial situations, right. you know, whatever it is, you know, just taking that effort to say, you know what, I'm going to do something for you just because I want you to know that I'm here and I want right. you to know that I'm trying to do well, what I can in the way that I know how. Right. And I don't want to get too deep on any of this stuff. Yeah. You know, it's like you and Dave are both in a club that I'm not in, <laughs> you know, and that's a, that I know is coming. Yep. At some point. And it's one of those things where it's like, God, let's see, I remember when both of them happened. Mm-hmm. And I'm like. One a little bit more recently uh, than the other. Yeah. You know. It's coming up on six years. Yeah. yeah. But it's still one of those things where it's a, you know, it's it's not, I mean, so many other people yep. since then even, you know. And it's just kind of one of those like, wow, you know, because from this side of it, you feel helpless. You know, yeah, where it's like. I can understand that. Uh, what do I do? I'm going to do what I've always done. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, show up. I'm, I'm going to show up. Yep, and I'm going to be there and make bad jokes and keep everybody yeah, in exactly. You know, and that's uh, well. But sometimes I don't mind. I don't mind looking like an ass. Okay, well, <laughs> like, <laughs> clearly, we all know that. But clearly, it's, but, but if I but if I have to make myself look like an ass to make somebody else feel better, I'm fine with that. Well, you know? and, and I think uh, that that's important <laughs> though. And you know, if if you take anything away out of it, just take away from the idea that. Sometimes, like I said, doing the wrong thing for the right reason is mm-hmm. better than doing nothing. And even if it's just, you know, sharing a bad joke, uh, going and taking somebody some soup or something right, along those lines, right. it doesn't matter. The just gestures, going and sitting with somebody. Yeah, the know, gestures alone a lot of times are going to be more valuable than saying, you're in my thoughts, you're in my prayers. Right. And those are important. And I understand that people say those types of things because they're in a situation where they feel helpless and they don't know what else to say or they don't know what else to do. I'm not going to, you know, crap on anybody for doing that. I will say that, or I would encourage them to say, okay, well, instead of doing that, you know, go, go visit them. Right. You know, go, go send a gift card for, you know, to take them out to dinner or, you know, something along those lines. Yeah. Some kind of an effort to actually, you know, show that not just that you're in my thoughts, but you're also in my actions. And I think that's a, a message that's really important. And it's something I've... I've tried to live, you know, as best as I can. And, you know, obviously with you and right. with, you know, anyone else in my life, just taking that 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 little bit of effort, you know, really can go a long way for somebody. Oh, absolutely. And I I mean, clearly you remembered that story. I, did. I, I, I didn't remember yeah, it. So I remember yeah. that story. I remember it very vividly. Yeah. I and mean, that was uh, you know, and it's it's again it goes back to the whole the Dave's over it here, wasn't, needs a hug. I know. Well, you know, it was <laughs> one of those fine. things where, like, in that situation, <laughs> you're like, I fully expected Rob to, yeah. to come in. Um, there were a couple other people that I expected to say, so who did, you yeah. know, but they didn't, uh, you know, they might not have done it as directly, you know, right. but there was a, you know, text message, anything, just like, hey, yeah. you okay? Do we need to, you know, like, I'm fine, you know, I mean, I'm not fine, but I'm, and that, in that yeah. area, I'm fine, yeah. you know, it's yeah. like, uh, but yeah, it's just, it's, it's kind of the whole, like, hey, the, 
We just added a couple more faces to this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we, oh, we added a new face into yeah. into the the support group. You know, and uh, and that's one to grow on. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> nice, oh. well done. Well, oh, oh. there's your Gen X. <laughs> wow. Hey, the more you know. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so yeah, okay. Well, that's cool. I mean, now that we have. I thought that I thought that we met somewhere with that yes. that dinner party yeah, stuff, yeah. and I wasn't one hundred percent sure. I'm just always just kind of hanging around the <laughs> outskirts of the friend circle somewhere. Well, you kind of do that to yourself. <laughs> a lot of times we're like, "Hey, Dave, come do this." No. <laughs> well, it's not so much a no as I wish I could, but yeah. I've got this going on. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I can't say anything. You know, my, my fiance was telling me today, she's like, you really need to slow down a little bit. I was like, but there's so much I want to do. Oh, I know, do. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. There, there's me. more stuff that I would like to do that would be more hobby stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, but I just, work is killing me. Hey, I can't say anything, man. I went to a hockey game last night. I'm recording with you guys today. And then mm-hmm. later on this evening, I'm going to teach curling. So, you know, that's you had, my weekend. Had, yeah, as I was <laughs> say, you've had, a, you've had a busy weekend. I, I've hung out with the kid all weekend, hey, which is you, busy in and of that's, itself. That's a great way to spend a weekend. It is. It really is. Are you so. doing that tonight? Uh, it's league stuff. So, yeah. so you're not invited. <laughs> well, that was his nice way of saying you're not invited. <laughs> that's, that's normal. I never get invited. So. <laughs> Thanks for noticing. <laughs> I was about to say, Dave, we're going to get you an Eeyore coffee cup is what it is. You know. Now, there's a reason that, that Dave's favorite cartoon series is Charlie Brown. So it's <laughs> oh, wow. I just always loved the fact that there was a <laughs> piano player named Schroeder. That's just yeah, like, no, actually, <laughs> Dad's nickname for me when I was a kid was Charlie Brown. Oh, so. okay. Did you have a yellow shirt? No, I did not have a yellow shirt. I remember in the 90s when those came back. Like, Evidently, I was a those. big-headed kid is what it was. <laughs> Years ago, for Halloween, mm-hmm. my, my ex and I went dressed as Charlie Brown and Sally. Oh, and, wow. And it was so funny because... What's Sally's last name? Uh, well, Brown. No, it's a oh, Sally. Okay, Sally. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I was thinking of Lucy. I'm sorry. That's Lucy's Van Pelt. Van Pelt. That's yep. right. That's right. And so is Linus. And Linus, because they're but. Oh gosh, it was so. Which funny. makes for some weird internet memes. Yes, it does. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> so rule thirty eight. Clearly, that what it the is? people that have seen you know, rule thirty two are, are these memes have never actually watched the show. So, or they watch too much Game of Thrones. Yeah. Right? Oh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was so no. funny because. Every- <laughs> You know, for, for, for those that haven't seen what I look like, I actually, you know, I have a shaved head. Right. And uh, Oh, no, if you want to see what Barry looks like, just go to Discord. And look <laughs> there's photos I now. just posted in um, oh, Lord. podcast. There you go. There you so, uh, but, uh, I Meet actually, the guest. I took a, 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 a mascara pencil and drew one of the, the little oh, yeah, yeah, on the nice, top of my head and nice. put the, the rosy cheeks and everything like that, nice, shaved all my, nice. my beard and mustache off, and people were looking at me like, you look like a giant toddler. <laughs> When, especially when I was younger, mm-hmm. um, when I shaved, which, oh, yeah. you've, I mean, I looked like a living Simpsons yeah. character. I believe it. I mean, like, like, I'm like, like big stupid eyes and, you know, just like, wow. I mean, Look like is, somebody smacked you in the back of the head. Yeah. yeah. You know, kind of, you know, and like, and it's not that I don't have a chin. It's just that I, um, 
my family loves this little thing that grows underneath your chin, uh-huh. you know, what, no matter how big you are, it, it, it would just, it's just a family thing, you yeah. know? And so it's one of those that like, okay, so my chin and my neck are kind of becoming one in the same. It's a shield. Though. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, so it's like, I really, I mean, it's like, seriously, I look like a Simpsons character. So, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> so, I, I, so that's the reason why I always have a beard or, or some kind of facial hair. I'm, like, I'm going <laughs> to give you a word, Alan. Okay. And this is your word that you can oh, use no. from now on. Um, I, I was in SCA for several years okay. when I was in Memphis. For those of you that don't know what that is, that's Society for Creative Anachronism. Yes. Those are the okay. fools that go out in the middle of a field and beat the crap out of each other with sticks while wearing armor. Yes. Well, one of the pieces of armor that goes around your neck is called a gorget. A gorget. Gorget, okay. yes. Basically, it's like a collar right. that's designed to keep it, but it starts right around your ear and goes to your other ear, right? which is exactly what your beard does. Pretty much. So you yes. no longer have a beard. You have a <laughs> facial gorget. <laughs> It's. I need it to get longer because I'm gonna braid it. That's my whole. That's my whole goal. Oh, very my beard. Very Dimebag Daryl of you. I, it's fine. It's a, you know very Vinnie Paul. I, I have. I have. I'm letting I have, mine grow out because I'm fully expecting to go full Santa at some point. I, I, I can see it. I've, I can see it. Have have. I have contemplated what kind of weird colors I want to dye my beard at some point. I know? did that uh, years ago. Yeah, and it, it didn't last long, but it was it was kind of funny. See, the, the the reason why I have to keep my head shaved right now is because for a long time I used to have really really long hair with the beard or the mustache and goatee thing. Right. And the best way I can explain it to you, I kept getting confused for mankind. <laughs> I can see that. I can see the McFoley. I just I, yeah, cannot I, tell you how yeah. many times people would go, "Hey, it's McFoley." Like, yeah, of course. Have a I, nice day. Of course, you and I both, you know, shave our heads because you know, yeah, <laughs> certain parts of our head, and decided to stop creating. Oh no, 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 hair no, years no, ago. No. It's my, <laughs> my hair is running the hell away from my yeah, face. Exactly. What are you talking about? It's, uh, it's receding. It's receding down my back. Is what it's doing. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Exactly. So. I don't have that problem. <sighs> Oh, shut up. <laughs> like you and your Scottish lineage. Yeah. All the hairs on your face, not on you know, the rest of your body. Exactly. <laughs> the, the bad part of that is if I get out in the moon too long, I get a sunburn. Yeah. You could get a sunburn from a television. Yeah. I don't want to hear anything from you, man. <laughs> the, hey. the CRTs, yes. <laughs> yes. The LEDs, no. Yes, not the LEDs so much. It's a, but well, yeah. and, 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 and I feel you on that one because I'm very, very light-skinned. I mean, it's... A, I, you're not pale, brother. You're clear. Oh, I know. Believe me. And my son's the same way. I was going to so say, if I was time. any more white, you could see through me. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So. All right. Well, now that we've rambled for an hour and a half about Barry. Well, I guess that's and, uh, Barry. That's Barry. <laughs> that's me, guys. <laughs> that's that's the origin story of... of <laughs> if you'd like to learn more, <laughs> check out these books. What, what book did we say it was going to be called? Uh, <laughs> oh, God. What was it? Uh, 19 and in a suit or something? 19 like? in a suit. That's right. 19 and in a suit. That's, uh, 19 working in a suit. 19 working in a suit. That's what featuring it was. The, featuring the chapters, Dave stayed, the wife didn't. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You can get all these books and more at the Columbia Record House. Oh K-Tel, Records and Tapes. K-Tel. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I have to share this with you guys before we Ooh, go. Okay. You were talking about K-Tel and Columbia mm-hmm. House. I actually went into, there's a, a, a bookstore here in Nashville. There's a chain of bookstores called McKay's. Yes, I yes McKay. absolutely. Yeah. I spend um, way too much money at McKay's. So just on a whim, I went up, and they, they have a whole top floor that's nothing but you know CDs and DVDs, DVDs and, and albums. And comic books. And comic books. <laughs> so I'm looking through the albums, and I swear I should have bought it when I saw it. It was the best of KTEL records. Oh, and nice. it was You didn't just, buy that instantly? Oh, nice. my gosh. What is wrong it was with you? so bad. They had that. And then, of course, you were talking about Columbia House. 
if you remember, Columbia House had two different things. They had that, and then they had the nice price. Oh, yeah. 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 And they were actually part of the the, the plastic right. cases, right, so you couldn't really right. get rid of them. Well, I'm flipping through, and I found a few of them. I'm not going to tell you who the artist was, okay. but when I pulled it out, I was like, it's Columbia House. I was like, oh, my God, it's Columbia House. This cost somebody a penny. Yes. You know? Yes, yes. <laughs> or got somebody a you lot know, of letters. I never, I never did Columbia House. Thankfully, I, I didn't now have I had. To. There's some people I had, that are still oh, being collected on from. Oh, yeah, I had a girlfriend who had done Columbia House. Yep. You know, and uh, yes, yeah, so it was one of those things. You know, you have to like. It was one of those things like, yeah, you get like nine for a penny or something like that. But then you had to buy like so many, so per many, year. yeah, per year. You didn't have to buy everything that was sent to you, but if you didn't send it back, they would charge you for it. Mm-hmm. And it was usually just whatever stupid they're trying to get rid of. It was of. stupid amounts of money too, like. Man, it's so much cheaper to go to the store and buy this yep. than it is, yep. to, you know. Well, and, and that was the whole deal. They could give you nine for a penny or whatever it was because they were going to make all their money on what you had to buy later. And, true, and it was uh, never stuff that you wanted. No, it wasn't. It was, you it know, wasn't. And, and I found out later on why they did that. They had actually worked a deal with a lot of the record companies so that buy they could, overstock. Exactly, that's yeah. what it was. It was overstock sense. stuff so that, that they didn't sense. have to just chuck this stuff so they could right. still count it as record sales. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the reasons why you saw <laughs> a lot of those albums that were in Columbia it's, House listings. It's so funny to look at record uh, record sales, like especially after uh, SoundScan. Yes. At a lot of the ways that record companies would, these shenanigans oh, yeah. pull in order to, to get their, their stuff purchased. It's so like, wow. it's not a great TV show, but if you can find it, it was on HBO. It was a series called Vinyl. Vinyl, yes. And they, they it was about... That show had so much promise. Oh my God, yes. So much promise and fell flat almost oh, immediately. I was so disappointed. That's yeah. too bad. But they, they do this whole thing about, you know, this about a record, it's basically a record company in the, right. New York in the 70s and how they had these albums that they apparently had sold quote unquote but nobody bought them right so they had to make them disappear right and there's just different ways that they went about you know getting rid of and right. i think it was like you know donny osmond yeah and, yeah you know just the ones that nobody was gonna buy right but uh it was it's that part of it was really interesting there are other parts of it that i'm like eh, i could have done without this yeah but uh it's it's definitely uh, it's worth a watch yeah it's, it's only one season it's it's and it's it's one season, but it's worth a while. Again, you know, one of those, you know, Bobby Cavalli. Well, Bobby Cavalli oh, and Bobby uh, Cavalli what's and her name? The woman that played thirteen on House. Um, uh, I can't think of her name. Yeah. Um, um, oh, what was her name? <laughs> I can't remember. Yeah, I, but but yeah, it was one of those. You know, that they did some excellent casting. Yeah. Or like, well, Mick Jagger's son. Mick Jagger, but I'm talking about like the dude that played uh, Alice Cooper. Looks yeah. oh, so yeah. much like Alice well, Cooper. Well, they had Alice Cooper make an appearance. They had the uh, New York David Dolls. David Bowie. David Bowie. Yeah, I know. And uh, the Dolls, that was the first episode where he yep. goes in in the house, which is the way they told that story. Totally historically inaccurate. It's, yes, the New York Dolls played a show in a building that fell down the next day. Yes. It didn't happen while the concert was going on. Because that would have know? killed people. Exactly. But that was, but it, it made for a striking visual. Yeah. And especially when they're, they're cranking out personality crisis. Oh, you know, yeah. It's just like, oh, it's so yeah. awesome. So you you're, know? you're saying it didn't happen at the time like the Great White concert? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah, just yeah pretty much. No, nothing like that. No, no, no. But, nothing uh, like the station. No, oh, God, was what a, was the, the, was it Seals and Croft? 
where they were, the guy was just like, please don't make me have to work this. Yeah, something, I think was it, it was. was yeah. Prof, I, get, like I didn't watch all England of it. England Dan and John Ford Coley or something oh, like yeah, that. John I can't Ford, remember. It's just, yeah, it was one of those guys, yeah. ones that they look at each other like. England, I remember it was England Dan. I do remember that. It, yeah. it was it was whatever that was because, yeah, I remember the guy was just like, please don't make me work this. <laughs> please, anything but England Dan and John Ford Coley. Yeah, I know. It was just, uh, which I completely understand. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, thank you so much for uh, turning in or. Yeah, turning in, tuning in, whatever we're doing here. Uh, He's trying to get rid of our listeners, or apparently, like that. Thanks for those for, for, for the five that us. are left. Uh, listen to Barry, you know, drone on about himself. Uh, <laughs> you're so 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 self centered. Exactly. I can't believe you talked about yourself for the entire episode. Well, I mean, come okay, on, somebody got to do it. You talking about yourself took all that time away from me talking about myself. Well, I, I mean, if I left it up mind. to you two, I'd have been thrown under the bus a long time ago. Ne- so. Never mind. I apologize for complaining about you talking about yourself because it made him shut up uh, fair so. fair point uh but yeah guys thank you again for uh coming in and uh, hanging out with us and learning a little more about about our uh, our hosts here and um uh yeah go check out our instagram and our discord especially our discord um, I finally started posting on there yeah, yeah. i know barry's barry's I, I we made him, him an admin and so he nah, can, I made him a moderator or he's a moderator excuse me so he can go on there and, and do fun stuff and uh you probably should make him an, an admin on the facebook page now that i'm no longer on facebook so <laughs> yeah yeah I, I should probably do that. and uh, I look into that right yeah now? go right ahead go ahead and check cool. that out now and uh and of course we have discord instagram uh i predominantly do the instagram so we need the snarky except for hey you know what dave actually posted on there the other day yeah. oh and got a lot of like actually like Posted but, something good. Oh. Like, <laughs> you sound shocked by that, that I would post something good. Well, you know, it's the first hurt. time for everything, so it's. <laughs> wow! Wrap this up, Alan. Wrap it up. I have been threatening behind the scenes, <laughs> to, to, not necessarily for the podcast, but for some other stuff <laughs> to like go complete scorched earth. Oh. <laughs> Oh. On a few things, and <laughs> apparently it's getting started here today. So. I, I keep raining <laughs> in. I can't do anything with the tur- with the turkey. So, anyways, guys, thank you so much. I am Alan Smith. I'm the other guy, Big Dave. And, and you've Barry! been listening. Barry! We will see you guys next time. See you.